This is Everyday Wellness, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve your health and wellness goals and provide practical strategies that you can use in your real life. And now, here is your host, nurse practitioner Cynthia Thurlow. Today, I had the honor and privilege of connecting with Melissa Bologna. She's an entrepreneur and bone broth aficionado. We spoke at great length about the importance of bone broth on the gut microbiome, as well as overall general health, dove deep into her entrepreneurial journey and her background in the modeling and acting industry, and spoke about some of the new ways that she is looking at the benefits of bone broth, how you can source the best quality bones to make bone broth, and how she's in the midst of making not only a vegan slash vegetarian-based bone broth that is nutrient-dense, but also is pivoting into the pet industry, creating sustainable, healthy options for our pets. Welcome, Melissa. I'm so excited to have you with me today. As I mentioned when we had an introductory call, I'm really excited to hear more and have the listeners learn more about your bone broth and your journey. So let's start from, you know, you have a background in the entertainment industry and modeling. And how did you go from that industry into the interest in kind of creating your own bone broth? Because I think your journey is one that's, I always say, you know, you're paying to purpose or, you know, what provide the spark or inspiration to begin this journey. So it sounds a lot like apples and oranges, but in a way it is so interconnected. And I swear my whole acting career has sincerely prepared me for this one with acting. I'm the asset. So right now in my life, the asset is the broth. Okay. (laughs) So in acting, I was being judged and with being judged for your talents, the way you look, et cetera, you care a lot about how you look. And I tried facials, lasers, Botox, every cream, you know, always trying to keep up um, with the Joneses to figure out how to just stay young and look best on camera. And at the same time, developing a super thick skin, like I was my product, I would have to go around door to door and try to open doors for myself or book jobs. And, you know, I was constantly being judged and it just makes you have thick skin. And sometimes you just stop hearing the word no. So with the bone broth, I couldn't believe like when I tried bone broth for different reasons for digestive issues, I couldn't believe what it did to my skin. Like I cannot believe a beverage made lines in my skin go away, made my hair super thick. So I was completely sold on it, and which is why I created this product. But also I saw a big need in the market for it. And my whole career in acting and the rejection and not hearing the word no, it's the same thing with the bone broth. And I'm not going to say it's easier. It's just different because I won't get a reply three times from like an account I really, really want. I'll hit them a fourth time, just shameless. And it's like the same thing, like acting, you just keep plugging away, except it's less personal because it's not about you. It's about this. Well, I can imagine that persistence that you're probably, you're getting that thicker skin. You, you understand that you can't take those things personally. And I think as an entrepreneur, whether people realize this or not, you really have to just kind of blindly remain very focused and not pay attention to the noise because it's very, very easy, especially in the beginning to take things so personally. And I remind people like as a clinician that became an entrepreneur that developed a business, I didn't have those skills. And so I just kind of 
stayed laser focused when I was making that pivot so that I would recognize that, you know, energetically when there was a no, there was a reason it may not have made sense at that time, but somehow I was energetically being protected or I was being pushed in a different direction. And I'm sure you probably have found that to be the case yourself, that it's almost a blessing when something doesn't end up working out the way you want it to. Oh, it's so true. And it's, I really think it's part of the journey. And like, even the way our business model is now, it took a journey to get there and it took different routes of things working out and not working out. And I couldn't be happier with the outcome. And also, you know, doing things like this, like podcast interview or doing, you know, our commercials or, or shoots, my whole acting career has prepared me for this. Oh, I bet. I bet. So let's unpack what are some of the components of high quality bone broth? Because I truly believe that there are inherently amazing properties to bone broth, but the food industry has gotten very savvy. They recognize that they can capitalize on calling something bone broth when in essence it isn't. So let's unpack what, what high quality bone broth is. What are the components? What do people need to look for when they're trying to purchase a pre-made product versus making their own. And and I'll be completely transparent and say, I will buy high quality beef bone broth because beef bone broth at home stinks up my kitchen. Whereas chicken bone broth is very easy to make. I think much easier to make, but I will happily be a bone broth connoisseur purchaser because I don't like the stink in my kitchen. Yeah. And it gets really inconvenient too. When you go fridge, freezer, freezer, fridge. So For a good quality bone broth, there's a bunch of things that go into it. One, I would right away look at the ingredients. That should be the first thing because in my opinion, the front of a bone broth box or pouch, whatever it is, it's a lot of marketing. You know, the all the things, the gluten-free, the organic, this, that, the other, you know, this is what I do every time I'm in the supermarket. I run to the bone broth aisle and I take a look and it's really, really misleading the front of the box. So you just have to turn it around and you need to see the ingredients and you'll be surprised to what you could find. Like some of them even have sugar in it. I found one with sugar in it. That was at a reputable supermarket with all the bells and whistles, buzzwords on the front. So that's number one, make sure the ingredients are clean. Then I'd go to the nutrition facts and look at the proteins. A lot of the bone broths on the market are very, very, very diluted. And you're not getting much benefit if you find that like that whole big box of bone broth you buy is like five grams of protein, like cool. So definitely look out for that. And a huge issue with bone broth is it's very high in sodium. So take a look at the sodium count. So all these things were really important to me when we were doing ours and bone broth is measured in bricks, which is the percentage of solids. The more solid components in the bone broth, the more potent it is, the more benefit you get. So, you know, an average like cup of bone broth you could get from a store or at the supermarket, it tends to be about three bricks. And when you take a pouch of ours, it's 25 bricks. So you're getting compact quality, and then you are responsible for diluting it with water. So you have the control and also you have the control of salt as well, because we don't use salt as one of our ingredients. I think that's really interesting. You know, when I'm talking to patients about the quality of their meat and where it's sourced from, 
I would imagine the quality of the bones when you're making, if you're making your own, or even if you're purchasing pre-made is really critically important. So when we're talking about bone broth, what are the components that actually of the bone that are so, you know, intrinsically beneficial to our health? So I firmly believe you are what you eat. Mm -hmm. And to me, initially sourcing when I was just a wee baby learning about bone broth sourcing to me was about the animals because I love animals and I want them to be reputably sourced, which is definitely a component of it, but it's so much more. And the same when you are what you eat, the bones need to be from a very good, high quality source because you're not going to get a whole lot of benefit from a stressed out animal. Like the reason why their bones are so nutrient dense and have collagen is because they're ethically raised and they become strong and they grow and they live a healthy life. So you definitely want to make sure it's a free range grass fed and that, you know, there's no antibiotics or hormones going in because that directly reflects on what you're eating and consuming. And if they have inflammation and you're just eating, this sounds kind of weird, but you're pretty much digesting something's inflammation. So you want to make sure it's very reputably sourced. Uh, Well, even, you know, talking to people about like food lot meat, you know, where you have a lot of animals, close quarters, they're given quite a bit of antibiotics because they're in such close quarters that they get sick. Thinking about the hormones, a lot of these animals are given to fatten them up. The fact that they're very often given grains to fatten them prior to slaughter and that the omega-3 to omega-6 profile of the meat is very, very different than what you would get with an animal that's pasture raised or grass fed, grass finished. And I, I think as people, as there's growing awareness about the differences between these meats and obviously the bones and how the animals are stressed or less stressed. I always say there was a wonderful pig farmer that we had in our last city and we got to know him very well. And we got to see his very happy pigs. And I used to say they lived a really, really good life. And I do believe that we are designed to eat animal products and consume meat and fish and things like that in terms of an ideal kind of ancestral health perspective. But I agree with you that sourcing properly is really critically important. Do you have particular places that you like to source your bones from? Is that something that's proprietary? Obviously, I was out of just utter curiosity. If there are there parts of the country that you will source from? Sure. For the chicken, I really, really proud to say that most of the time we source from Mary's organic chicken and that's like restaurant quality food where they have like their whole name on the menu and super not supermarkets, restaurants. So I'm really proud of that sourcing. And we source from farms in America. Then we have two farms in the Midwest for the beef and it's grass fed, grass finished. And we are technically eligible for animal GAP welfare rated four, which is the highest rating you could be. And it means that the animal has a complete free range and they get to walk around and live a nice and happy, fulfilling life. Americans spend an average of 90% of their time indoors and take about 20,000 breaths a day. The indoor air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than outdoor air, and in some circumstances, up to 100 times more polluted, according to the EPA. And did you know that air pollution is responsible for nearly 7 million premature deaths globally? So what's the solution? I want to introduce you to a product by Air Doctor that has captured the attention of established media outlets like CNN, ABC, and more. 
Air Doctor filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants so that your lungs don't have to. This includes pollutants such as allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses that have the potential to go on and make us sick. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day, breathe-easy, money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. Head to airdoctorrow.com and use code CYNTHIA. You'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you will also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit which is an additional $84 in value. Look at the special offer by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use promo code Cynthia. I absolutely love my air filters. They're an integral component to ensuring that the air that my family breathes in our home is as safe as possible. Well, and that's certainly really important. There are a couple books I've read over the last year, the name of which one in particular but it was kind of an expose on what goes on in traditional farming. And this is not a criticism. It was just really eye-opening as someone that's been, with the exception of when I lived in Baltimore, lived in the suburbs my entire life. I haven't lived in rural parts of the United States. So I really had no sense of how hard it is to raise animals and really, you know, giving these farmers that are opting to raise pastured, grass-fed, it does make things a little more complicated uh, it also translates into slightly more expensive opportunities to purchase. But I always say, you know, you have to decide for yourself what you're most comfortable with. And it may be that you're eating less meat, but you're eating higher quality meat that ultimately exposes you to less pesticides, less antibiotics, et cetera. Now, when we think about kind of the broad categorization of the benefits of bone broth, let's talk about some of them. You mentioned, you know, some of the skin benefits, hair benefits. I mean, those things are certainly hugely influential, but what are some of the other benefits that you and your customers have been able to see? So there's bone broth to me, the benefits are a bit two parts and it works in tandem with the gut. And I love bone broth because it's been around since literally caveman days and it makes sense where they heal themselves and use all of the animal. So we obviously talked about collagen. It's very high natural occurring collagen. And I like to hit that word because it's very hard for your gut to ingest powder. So the molecules in bone broth of collagen are smaller than those in face cream. So not even collagen and face cream could absorb in your skin, but obviously you need to do stuff to the exterior for your skin. But what are you doing on the inside? Because your skin's an organ and what are you doing to reinforce from the inside? So that's a, obviously a huge one for me. And with collagen, that also helps with your joints. And I played field hockey growing up and I had Oscar Slottish disease in my knee, which is damaged cartilage. And whenever I'd go skiing, it would be a little bit painful and I'd have to wear a brace. I've been braceless. Okay. It's pretty crazy. So collagen, 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 that's one of them. And a lot of the other benefit I think comes from bone broth and the gut in tandem, because when you have bad digestion and food seeps through your gut and creates these holes that keep expanding within your gut, and then eventually the particles seep out of your gut cells go to fight it. They think it's an invader and that causes a serious amount of inflammation and inflammation can lead to a lot of chronic disease. So something that completely blows me away about bone broth, it's not your average drink. 
It goes into your gut and it fills in the holes. So bone broth goes in there, creates a lining for food to pass through. So it's, to me, there's so much power in that for a lot of reasons. Our gut is our second brain. Our gut has trillions and trillions of microbes in it that go around feeding on things and they need to be regulated. So with that comes to a lot of the benefit from the skin, not to bring it back to beauty again, but sometimes when you have really bad skin, it's you have to look inside, what are you eating? And I had a client that had really bad acne and she was like, you know, Melissa, if I have the bone broth, will it fix? it. And I'm like, she's like, I've tried everything for years. And I'm like, I don't want to say it will, but it's definitely worth a shot because of what I'm telling you now. She tried it. She literally fixed her acne. She could not believe it. And then with your gut. So in your gut, that's where serotonin is produced. And that's what makes you happy, sad, angry, mad emotions come from your gut. So bone broth is regulating your moods too. And I personally saw when I created this company, I had a really bad brain fog and I was definitely struggling with a sense of purpose. I swear the bone broth gave me so much clarity and it sounds crazy that a drink is doing that, but I'm telling you it did. It's also a great post-workout recovery because it's very high in protein and with a big array of amino acids. And what to me, bone broth is like everything. People link your gut to anxiety and depression. So it's really, really good to refer back to the mood. Some people just completely cleanse their gut, have bone broth, have probiotics and, you know, help their anxiety and stuff that way. Um, What are some of my other favorite benefits? I feel like I could really, really go on and on here. But now at one point, me and my sister had to take like a week off from bone broth because my hair literally got like too thick. It was like almost like I couldn't do anything with it. But to me, the biggest power of bone broth is healing your gut because of everything that comes from your gut. And sometimes I think it's arguably more important than your brain, all the information I'm learning. Our guts are linking to our personalities. Like, I don't know if you know this, but they did a fecal transplant between mice and it completely altered their personalities into the other mouse. Wow. You know, it's interesting in the context of fecal transplants, my experience has been about a specific type of bacterial infection, C. diff. And the ongoing joke was, are people really doing this? And a lot of my friends that were at a big teaching hospital said, oh yeah, absolutely. It really changes the gut microbiome. But I want to unpack some of what you just talked about. And I think for anyone that's listening, bone broth can be profoundly healing. I know when I was hospitalized two years ago for 13 days, when I went home, the only thing I could eat was meat because that was the only thing that my body could tolerate, no fiber whatsoever. And it stayed that way for about nine months. I was full carnivore for nine months. And I would drink a lot of bone broth because it was nourishing and it didn't upset my stomach. And so much to Melissa's point, when we're really talking about the kind of healing, nurturing nature of bone broth, and we're talking about what happens, you know, whether it's from stress or infections or antibiotics, I was on antibiotics and antifungals for six weeks leading up to surgery to ultimately to remove my ruptured appendix. And so I remind people that, you know, antibiotics do a lot of beneficial things. They also can you know, create this leaky gut where we literally have this small intestine hyperpermeability. And so you'll open up these small junctions in the small intestine, you'll leak food particles into your bloodstream. You'll set up this inflammatory cascade 
And then you go from like seemingly benign food suddenly evoking an immune response and inflammatory response in the body. So really important. And we know for anyone that has an autoimmune issue, if you have Hashimoto's, psoriasis, alopecia, goodness knows I've had a couple autoimmune issues myself and the list goes on and on rheumatoid arthritis. There are a lot of things, celiac, you've had an autoimmune issue. You've had this leaky gut. And so proactively consuming foods that can help nourish and heal the gut is super helpful. Unfortunately, I think for a lot of people, we think first about supplements, like how can this supplement heal my gut? And I always say, let's start with food first. And certainly I like the idea of prescribing, if you will, bone broth, because it's such an easy thing to do. And it's so nourishing. I mean, it's now technically close to winter here on the East coast. And you can see I'm in a sweater. It is definitely chilly. I think it was like 27 degrees when we were walking our dogs this morning, definitely felt like winter, but that, and also talking about other benefits, we know the bulk of our neurotransmitters are produced in the gut microbiome. So if you have healthy gut, you're going to have healthy regulation of your mood, as you alluded to serotonin levels. You know, we think about drugs like Paxil, Prozac, et cetera, they act on the brain. So they act on serotonin receptors in the brain, but the bulk of our neurotransmitters are actually produced in the gut along with our immune system. So really thinking proactively, given the global pandemic that we still seem to be wading through, you know, doing things that can improve cognition, immune function, healing and sealing that gut, because that is so, so important. And it, unfortunately, I'm both allopathic trained and functionally trained. And so my traditional thought process is everything's in a bucket. Like you have a symptom, it's in a bucket. And now, you know, with that functional training, you think broadly. And so really thinking about starting from a place of food to help heal your body or to even just capitalize on some of the things you talked about. Like I have super strong nails. In fact, every time I get a manicure, they have to cut them because, you know, I have to cut my nails. Otherwise they don't break. And even coming back from that hospitalization and I lost about a third of my hair because my body dealt with 15 pound weight loss. And I was in the hospital for a while. I credit a lot of the bone broth that I was consuming also like nutrient dense foods. But I think for many listeners that will really resonate that this is something that you can incorporate into your lifestyle very easily. And it doesn't hurt that it's, you know, now heading into wintertime in Northern part of the Americas. And as the weather's getting cooler, you know, drinking warmer drinks is something that can be part of your day-to-day existence. Totally. And I thank you for touching upon immunity because that's another big one. I think it's about 85% of your immunity is in your gut. And, you know, I think COVID has been a big reflection on to people, like what they are putting in their bodies, how do they keep their immunity up? And I think people are starting to go back to ancient remedies again, and just wanting to be off medications, um, because medications do do a lot of damage to your gut microbiome. So it's so important to, especially if you were on antibiotics, to go back in and kind of heal some of the damage that might have been done through, you know, going through a period of being sick or what have you. Yeah. And it's interesting. My older son had his wisdom teeth removed, so minor dental surgery, and he had to be on like three days of antibiotics and, you know, in between, you know, and it's interesting when I had my wisdom teeth out a hundred years ago, you know, you ate a very soft diet for like weeks and we weren't allowed to use straws. And now things have gotten much more advanced. So they encouraged them to eat right away. And you better believe he was getting bone broth and prebiotics and probiotics just to kind of ensure his gut microbiome wasn't taking a terrible hit because that's actually what happens. You know, sometimes you have to be on antibiotics and there's no judgment of that, 
but there are things we can do to beneficially kind of support the gut microbiome in the absence of eradicating all the beneficial bacteria. And I know you mentioned that fecal transplant with mice impacting their personalities, which I find fascinating, but fecal transplants are actually a real thing. They do occur. And oftentimes in the context of someone's got a chronic infection that they're trying to kind of put some, there's no other way to put it, put healthy stool from a healthy gut microbiome into your body so that your body can then heal from that place. Yeah, it's modern day medicine and everything we're learning. I think that the topic of the gut is one that is just heating up. Uh, there, we're learning so much about it and there's so much we don't know. So the fact that we've established that we're effectively all galaxies with trillions of microbes, that speaks volumes and how we need to aid them so, because this is like our machinery, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And are, so there are other things that you like to consider when we're talking about supporting immunity, supporting the gut microbiome. I always love to kind of touch on like stress and sleep and you know physical activity, which I'm sure are things that you are you know wildly knowledgeable about because you take such good care of yourself. Yeah. So with me, I wasn't always this healthy person, which is also, I give a lot of credit to bone broth. Like I was a girl that stayed thin just from genetics and getting by on chicken Parmesan, (laughs) um, hence my digestive issues. So to me, bone broth. And also like, I like, like to do like outdoor activities, like bike ride and go swimming, but bone broth to me, it kind of changed my mindset a bit. When I tell you really clear my brain fog, like I like to call it a gateway drug where I feel like bone broth kind of made me healthy. Like it just created a mindset. It curbed a lot of cravings for me. So then once I started having it, I want, I wanted more for myself. Like I wanted to work out. I wanted to, Hey, you know, I have like the upper hand here where I was just so hungry. I had this bone broth, my guts being healed. I'm not as hungry as I was. Let's make a healthy choice here in the kitchen today. So, and it's all feeds upon itself. Like even if I have like a really stressed out day, I will shut what I'm doing and I will go work out. Like, or if I'm sad, I will go work out because that's what will release endorphins and will just change my mindset. And it's so, so important. Everyone's different to do what's right for you to maintain the state of mind of happiness and to, you know, create as less stress as possible for yourself because stress is your body a lot of damage, even if it is temporary and fleeting, it still does damage. So it's great to maintain it through working out and healthy habits like bone broth and healthy eating. Do you find yourself struggling to get a good night's sleep? If so, you may be dealing with a hidden mineral deficiency. It is not at all uncommon in perimenopause and menopause to deal with sleep challenges. And we know that one of many contributory reasons for poor sleep can be a reduction in specific minerals that help regulate sleep quality, including magnesium, which is involved in GABA, which is our body's main calming neurotransmitter. We also know that we need potassium to create melatonin. And this is a hormone that is a master antioxidant, but is also utilized to help induce sleep. We also think about things like zinc, which can balance excitatory neurotransmitters like glutamate. And if it's overactive, meaning if your glutamate levels are too high, it can prevent your brain from becoming more relaxed and inducing sleep. 
And lastly, selenium increases both our deep sleep and sleep duration. All these minerals matter a lot for sleep and any imbalances or deficits can have a major impact on the quality of sleep you get each night. And that's why I love Beam Minerals. They offer a full spectrum mineral supplement that gives you every essential mineral your body needs in the right doses, all in a highly absorbable liquid form. All you do is take a shot of bean minerals about an hour before bed. Don't worry, it tastes like water. And you'll replenish all of your body's minerals in about 30 seconds and give your brain what it needs for deep restorative sleep. I've been using this product over the last several months. I've really been impressed with the improvement in my sleep metrics, which I like to share on social media with my followers. And if you want a simple way to improve your sleep, head over to www.bminerals.com and use code Cynthia for 20% off your first order. That's www.bminerals.com and use code Cynthia for 20% off your first order. At some point, we've all been sold a big fat lie. It's called the protein misconception. So starting in the 1980s, we all believe that more protein equated to more muscle growth. And I'm here to tell you it's a big misconception. This has a great deal to do that our body can only absorb protein that's broken down into smaller building blocks called amino acids. It doesn't matter if you're consuming 30 grams of protein or 300 grams of protein. If you don't have a sufficient supply of enzymes to digest the protein, your muscles will ultimately be unable to use these as vital building blocks. That's why it's crucial you take a high quality digestive enzyme. The one I trust and use myself is called Masszymes by Bi Optimizers. Masszymes is a full spectrum enzyme formula with more protease than any other commercially available product with five different forms of protease. Plus, it contains all the other key enzymes you need for optimal digestion. If you're experiencing bloating, gas, or digestive distress, a contributing factor can be that your body is no longer producing as much digestive enzymes. And you can try Masszymes today, risk-free. They have a 365-day full money-back guarantee and is the gold standard in the industry. Go to biooptimizers.com slash Cynthia. That's B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com slash Cynthia and use promo code Cynthia10 for 10% off of any order. Again, that's promo code Cynthia10 for 10% off any order. Today's podcast is sponsored by NutriSense. It combines cutting-edge technology and human expertise so you can see how your body responds to different types of nutrition, stress, exercise, sleep, and where you are in your menstrual cycle in real time. And by pairing a continuous glucose monitor with their app and expert nutritional guidance, NutriSense can help you reach your health goals. And the best part is it's not just a program where they send you the CGM and you have to figure it out on your own. Each subscription plan includes one month of free expert nutritionist support. Your nutritionist will work with you one-on-one interpreting your data 
and providing customized advice to help you reach your health goals. The last time I had my CGM on, my registered dietitian and I troubleshooted over some specific concerns that I had. And whether you're aiming to lose weight, stabilize your energy, or just feel better overall, NutriSense offers the guidance and support you need. And lasting sustainable change takes time and can be achieved through a longer term subscription. That's why I encourage my patients and clients to consider three, six, or 12 month subscriptions where it's actually less expensive and allows you to not only achieve your goals, but also to ensure that you stick to your healthy lifestyle for the long term. As I've mentioned before, I have found the CGMs I have used through NutriSense to be incredibly insightful, specifically to carbohydrate tolerance. I would not have known that plantains spiked my blood sugar without this information. It's also been hugely helpful for tailoring to workouts and sleep quality. And so for me, even though I am metabolically healthy, I find the insights to be particularly helpful to tailor my lifestyle changes to my blood sugar. Visit NutriSense.io slash EWP and use the code EWP for $30 off plus one month of free nutritionist support. Be sure to let them know you're a listener of the Everyday Wellness Podcast when they ask you how you heard about them. This is one of my favorite ways to take care of my health and one of my top recommendations for all of my patients and clients. Well, and I love that you recognize that one change kind of begat more beneficial changes for your for your health and wellness that, you know, once you were using bone broth and consuming it and feeling better, it kind of encouraged you to continue making good choices. And I think for anyone that's listening, it doesn't necessarily have to be that you're running a marathon or you're eating paleo it might be one small change that you make in your lifestyle, which has a huge net impact. Now you kind of alluded to, it sounds like maybe in the past you had had some health or digestive issues. Can we touch on that? Because I I think for so many listeners, they love to identify if they have experienced something similar to one of the podcast guests. So if you could share a little bit more about your background, I know we grew up in the same area of New Jersey, which was kind of a serendipitous discovery prior to recording, but I would love for you to share a little bit about your background so listeners will be able to kind of make those connections. Love Jersey girls. So (laughs) Walt's growing up in New Jersey. When I was in high school or middle school, it was middle school, the end of middle school going into high school, where I missed so much school, whereas in and out of the doctors, and this is actually, I'll get more deep into this, I actually never have before. I almost got held back, which I will say that because I missed so much school, but the story goes deeper where they couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. And at first they put me on stuff, which was like actually kind of really messed up. And I found out later it was like antidepressants and I wasn't depressed. They just couldn't figure out what was wrong with me, why I was like so sick and so inflamed, kept missing school. And then when I figured out what it was, I stopped taking it because I'm like, that's ridiculous. I'm not depressed. And then after the 10th time around going to a different doctor, they did an x-ray of my stomach and they found my stomach was so backed up with stool. Like it was wow. insane. So literally what they did is they didn't prescribe me. I just brought it over the counter laxatives. And it's because I was a kid. I was very, very stressed out. I had quite the um, upbringing of highs and lows. So I was stressed out. You would never know it. And I think that aided to a stress gut where I couldn't move or pass stool. I think I had early stages of diverticulitis. 
it was a really, really bad period of my life where they just couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. And it, it followed me into adulthood, but in a less meaningful way, because I kind of figured out what was wrong and realized, Hey, you need to use the bathroom. And it wasn't until food started changing my life when I started seeing, Hey, you know, as much as you like things like chicken parm, I think health is kind of more important and health used to be about how I looked in the mirror, not how I felt. And I finally, my last cry for help was when I just started to feel really, really bad and gross and inflamed. And that's when my sister told me about bone broth. And that's when I initially wouldn't try it. So I was like, that's so weird. I'm not trying something called bone broth. And finally, I'm like, okay, let me try it. (laughs) And here we are. Well, but I think so many people that are listening really understand and appreciate the place that you are coming from. And so we speak quite a bit about the autonomic nervous system and sympathetic is fight or flight. And if you're stressed and feeling overwhelmed, you know, your body's literally not in the right mindset to be able to poop or digest your food or relax or have sex or do any of those things. And so until you got to a point where your body felt safe and you could, you know, allow your body to support detoxification and go to the bathroom. And I think it's so, so common with not only just children and young adults, but even with adults that they think it's normal to just not go. In fact, I was an ER nurse in my past life. And, you know, we would put x-rays up, you know, we would be bringing the patient back, put the x-rays up for the docs to read. And we could, uh, the nurses, all of us could tell when someone, we used to put FOS, so it was full of poop, but FOS was a little different. But the point being, it's so, so common, but yet we don't talk about it. And so your body had to be in the right frame of mind, literally, to be able to recognize that you needed to be going to the bathroom more often. And I would imagine if you're eating, you know, you mentioned chicken parm, which is like a mainstay of life at the Jersey shore. But when you think about the average standard American diet, it is not conducive because it's so highly processed. It's not conducive to your body wanting to go to the bathroom every day. When you start eating a more nutrient dense diet, more, you know, fibrous vegetables, et cetera, your body will need to go more regularly. Did you find that to be the case that once you started changing your diet and started with bone broth and was probably a domino effect that that became a much more easy process? Yeah, it definitely became a much more easy process. And I feel like I need more fiber than anyone I know. And you're right. It's something that's not talked about. And it really should be because I know so many people that I love talking about it (laughs) (laughs) because everyone poops. Okay. And and I have some friends that same situation where they're very, very irregular. And when the stool backs up, that can lead to chronic illness as well. Like think about it, your gut's not getting rid of the waste your body has produced. So it's so important to feel comfortable talking about it and get as much fiber as you can and really make yourself regular, really look into what's going on because in all the stools, all those microbes we talked about earlier, and you need to shed and detoxify yourself. Um, So it's a hot topic. No. And it's interesting. I mean, obviously as an NP and a nurse, I mean, talking about poop is no big deal. In fact, my boys are always embarrassed because they think it's so abnormal. And so it should be no different than talking about the fact that we breathe and that we sweat and everything else. But unfortunately people don't want to talk about it. In fact, I have women that are clients that think it's normal to poop twice a week. And I'm like, all right, first of all, time out before we do anything else, we have to make sure that you're hydrated 
that you're relaxed. I don't care if you have to set a timer and get up 30 minutes before your kids so that you are relaxed and you can go to the bathroom, making sure you know, you've got adequate water intake, making sure there are some people who really do need quite a bit of fiber to go regulate. And I'm not referring to Metamucil. I'm referring to fiber in your food, which is really critically important. Although there are forms of resistant starch that can be beneficial for that. That's a whole separate topic. So I love that you're touching on that because it seems to be so taboo and yet it should not be. We should all feel comfortable talking about normal bodily processes. However, I know that, you know, I grew up amongst a lot of medical professionals that we were very comfortable talking about these things. It embarrasses my husband sometimes when we're around his family because it's like, why are we talking about this? I was like, it's completely normal. We need to destigmatize talking about these types of topics because it makes it worse. Like there are so many women that get constipation right before their menstrual cycle, or they get diarrhea and yet they don't want to talk about it because they get too embarrassed. I'm like, there should be no embarrassment. It's literally our, our systems to waste management systems. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Now I'm curious what new things you're doing in your business. Cause I heard a rumor that you were working on a vegan or vegetarian version of bone broth. And so I get asked all the time, you know, we have group programs, I have one-on-one programs, and they're always asking for alternatives for those that really don't eat any animal products. What can they do instead? And more often than not, I'm kind of stuck because I don't know what to recommend, but I understand you're working on a product right now. The rumors are true. We are launching it in January at last. I am so excited about, I initially wanted to launch with all three beef, chicken, vegan but you know, things happen and I'm very, very proud of it. It will contain mushrooms, nutritional yeast, pea protein, ginger, and kombu, which is a seaweed. So you can't have collagen in a vegan broth. However, a lot of those ingredients will mimic the benefits of having collagen or having a bone broth. And it will be great for, of course, our theme hair, skin, and nails. And it will also be really, really helpful with digestive too. And there's no allergens in it. And to be honest with you, it's one of my favorite skews. I love the taste. I'm obviously not a vegan, but I'm going to be drinking it as well because it's very, very good. Interesting. Nutritional yeast, because I've been dairy-free for three years. And nutritional yeast has such a like richness on your tongue. Like I'll sometimes put it on chili or something that I want to eat where I want to have that sensation of cheese, but it doesn't actually taste like cheese. So I would imagine that that flavor profile must be quite interesting, interesting in a good way. Yeah. It tastes a lot. I would say the vegans, you almost like a umami taste. Mm -hmm. So it's very, very good. And for those vegetarians out there, believe it or not, it depends what their reasons are, but we do get a lot of vegetarian clients that say, Hey, this is like an animal byproduct. It's not actually you know, like consuming me. And then that's the only thing they'll have for that kind of source of an animal product. Yeah. For a lot of times it's like a gateway. Like if I can get someone doing bone broth and maybe eggs, then maybe I can get them trying like some fish and then maybe some chicken. And then we kind of go from there. But I think when people have gone so long without eating animal products, it can be very hard, especially if they abstain from eating animals for moral ethical reasons it can be a little bit of a mind, you know, it can be a mind teaser for them or it can be challenging for them to wrap their heads around. Totally. So what else is new for you? What else are you working on? Any travel plans for the holidays or the new year? So this is exciting. In 2022 Q1, we will be launching Beauty and the Bark. 
So we'll have a bone broth for your pets as well, which I'm very, very, very excited about. We're also working on what I like to call beauty blends. We've been in business a bit over a year now, and there's been customers, OG customers that have been on subscriptions since day one. I love the bone broth. I think it tastes amazing. But if I every day for a year, you kind of want to spice it up. So these beauty blends we're developing will have high integrity ingredients that not only aid with different benefits, but also change the flavor up a bit of the broth. So I'm really excited about that. And then as far as personally, you know, I have a birthday coming up December 28th. So I will be, I'm actually going to St. Bart's for my birthday and New Year's, but I will be very much there with my laptop. I don't believe in taking, at least at this stage of my life, because it's an, I'm excited about beauty and the broth and it really motivates me every day. So I will be there with my laptop, having fun, working and relaxing. Well, that sounds absolutely wonderful. I look forward to your new products. Let my listeners know how to connect with you, how to purchase your products, how to catch up with you on social media. Sure. So our products are for sale at thebeautyandthebroth.com, as well as our Instagram handle is at thebeautyandthebroth. And if you want to connect with me personally, it's at Melissa Bologna. And I love to say Bologna no G. <laughs> Makes it much easier to just pronounce it properly. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much, Cynthia. This was great. And I hope you have happy holidays. Thank you, you too. Thanks for listening to Everyday Wellness. If you loved this episode, please leave us a rating and review, subscribe, and remember, tell a friend. And if you want to connect with us online, visit the link in the show notes.